You're listening to I Got That One. Presented by Tom and Yvonne. Ten matches have passed. Twenty teams entered. Ten are through. Four are maybe through? Yeah. With six more to go. Mm-hmm. We are running through this at a clip. We are indeed. I'm always surprised at, to see how far we've come in these series. But um, there we go. Yeah, we've come so far and tried so hard. Is that how the lyrics go? Yeah, yeah. Only the other way around. <laughs> yes, welcome. This is uh, nominally a uh, fan podcast about University Challenge. Although I feel like we're getting it slightly more chaotic. I think it's because we're recording on a weird day because of... I know, I think the, I feel very out of sorts just because this match... The last two matches have been airing on Tuesday. Even the next week's one is going to air on Tuesday. And because of that, everyone is kind of thrown off kilter. Nothing makes sense anymore. And yes. I wonder, is this what usually happened back when we had the Rugby World Cup on the regular? Maybe. I don't know. I guess it's been a while since... I guess I got used to the COVID world where there was no sports happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a world. Yeah, what a world. I kid, I kid. I do also enjoy watching some stuff from mm-hmm. time to time. So this week we saw Jesus Cambridge mm-hmm. versus St. Catherine's Oxford. Fun fact about St. Catherine's um, Oxford. Mm-hmm. That is my father's alma mater. Oh, how lovely. Yeah. Um, I visited the campus once. Um, you can tell it was built in the 60s. Mm-hmm. I mean, the architecture is... Bold. Oh, built in the 60s. Designed in the 50s, I think. Okay, so it's one of the newer colleges. It is the newest, the newest uh, Oxford yeah. College, I think. Oh, great. Or the, at least the newest undergrad. There might be a postgrad that was um, integrated uh, later. Considering Oxford is the oldest university... In the UK. In the UK, right? What's the oldest university in the world? Somewhere th- in Greece? No, I think the oldest is somewhere in North Africa, which is was created in 800 AD. Amazing. Yeah, like so much of our understanding in academia, uh, the Muslims got there first. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, moving back to the actual topic at hand. <laughs> um, what I also really enjoy about uh, Jesus College Cambridge is that um, whenever uh, Roger Tyndall says the names, yes. it sounds like he's kind of shocked at what they're doing. <laughs> Jesus McGregor! <laughs> If only, yeah, had, Jesus <laughs> if only he had a strong regional Irish accent, it would sound perfect. Well, I mean, that was uh, that was a reaction that I'm sure lots of people had watching the Jesus team, to mm-hmm. be honest, because they broke 200. Yes. Um, right? So I think they, they did super well. They stormed ahead of St. Catherine's. Um, and I think one of the highest scoring teams we've seen so far. So perfectly natural reaction to have. Oh, absolutely. I think, yeah, this is... Either the second or third highest scoring team we've had so far. Yeah, it's a final score of 225. Yeah, and it's to a final, to uh, 105, I believe, is what um, St. Catherine's got. Yes, 105. So unfortunately, that means they did not make the cutoff. Um, just, just, sh- just short of five points, I think. No, they needed at least 120 because okay. now the cutoff is Gonville and Keys, yeah, which is 120. Right. That's right. Uh, so it's unfortunate, but um, I think it's important to point out it's not because uh, St. Catharines were a weak team. Mm. It's just that uh, the Jesus team was so aggressive on the buzzer yeah. and so consistent yeah. that they just were not able to get a word in edgeways. Mm-hmm. I thought, I mean, we could talk a bit more about the teams later, but mm. I think they were really, they impressed me, the, the Jesus team at least, they, they impressed me a lot. They had a a huge start, so St. Catherine just had a much, an incredible 
increasingly bigger gap to fill as the match progressed. And then at a certain point, it was just too late, I think. So, mm. um, but I think, you know, good showing nonetheless. For sure. And I think what's especially impressive about the Jesus team is that everyone stuck, got stuck in. Everyone buzzed at least once. Everyone yeah. was really involved in the conferring. Mm-hmm. This was a well-oiled machine of a team. Definitely. So I feel like if they're able to stay this consistent, this is a team that's going to really threaten the likes of Durham. Yeah. I mean, since we're talking a bit about the teams then, I actually found all of them, all four of them had a kind of a calm, steady confidence going mm-hmm. on, like not too excitable, just, yeah, like you say, a well-oiled machine, everyone conferring, uh, McGregor, the captain, I think knowing who to turn to, how to build on each other's kind of comments. And it was just easy. It was smooth. It was really good to watch. I think they are really one to beat. Speaking of, um, you know, good to look at, um, <laughs> I have to say, um, I applaud the sheer confidence of Kay just whenever he buzzed in, <laughs> spiking the camera. I know, right? And just... I don't know whether it's something he affects, but he always looks very cocksure with how he looks into the camera. And it's like, ooh, perfect. I know. I love This these... is the kind of personalities you want on this show. You I know? know. I love these kind of... I mean, I don't know if it was intentional, but it's definitely mind games. It's definitely... Oh, no, it was intentional because he had to turn to look at the camera as right. it zoomed in. Which is maybe not the most natural thing to do. So it makes me think that maybe it was a deliberate choice. I don't know. I don't know uh, I, what I, it feels like being on that seat. I but, believe yeah. it was a deliberate choice. Um <laughs> Although it works slightly less if you buzz in incorrectly, but mm-hmm. at least it didn't drop any points. That would have been the most embarrassing way to <laughs> spike the camera. Ah, you lose five points. <laughs> but can you imagine getting it wrong but still doing it? I think that would that would terrify me. Someone who's so confident, even if they get the wrong answers, they're so confident that it's, it unnerves uh, a competitor, I think. It's not undeserved at all, you know. Kay did uh, frequently buzz in correctly. But, you know, the thing is, so did Agawal and McGregor. They yeah, both, and Tindall, yeah. Yeah, everyone. everyone really just brought their A-game. And mm. honestly, uh, if it would take, I think, a bad day for them to get unseated. I think so. Of course, there's still six more uh, matches to come up. So we'll see what else could be lurking Yeah. Um, down the line. Who else could be lurking? Yeah. Also, I think uh, it's important news that finally uh, there's been a break in the right team winning. Oh, right. Yes. It's finally on the left. What can I say? Maybe it was divine intervention. Yes. Finally, you know, the University Challenge Gods came down and said, enough is enough. Jesus in particular. <laughs> yes. The power of Jesus compelled them to win and break the curse of left team. I know, right. Um, so maybe we can go through some of their... Um, their disciplines. I think we have quite a bit to talk about. See, this is what I mean by chaotic energy. We've completely forgot to do this part first. I know. So we start with the Jesus Cambridge side. I think, well, okay, first, both of the teams were fairly balanced, I think, between maths, science, humanities. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the Jesus side, you had Kay doing maths, Tyndall, Spanish, and Portuguese, Agarwal, engineering, and McGregor, the captain, doing a PhD in cancer genetic epidemiology. Which... I think is a very important topic, especially yep. since there are insinuations that we might have a cancer vaccine Indeed. in the next five to 10 years, which mm-hmm. would be just such a revolution in yeah. um, preventative medication. Yeah, I have the utmost respect for anyone doing cancer research as their full-time job and their calling. Um, oh, yeah. So props to you. Far more important and impressive than anything I'm ever doing. <laughs> 
Yeah. So, I mean, cancer, yeah, genetic epidemiology also just kind of, I suppose, seeing how cancer passes down the family uh, line, which cancers are more likely to be inherited compared to others. Um, and yeah, like you say, how to prevent them. Fantastic. Speaking of passing down the family... <laughs> Let's talk about wow. Olive's uh, what, specialization. What a segue. That was, that was impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Tom, yeah. House of the Dragon is a little bit on my mind, mm, as you can so see. So intellectual history in the incest taboo in Greek antiquity. Now, I'm sure this is a fascinating topic. And if Olive had the chance to really go in-depth about his thesis, I'm sure it would be riveting. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, to hear pre-watershed, just a casual drop of incest. I know. <laughs> is, um, I think I know, it took I think a lot of people by surprise. It took, I did a double take um, at that part as well. So, so let, let's break that down. So there's yeah. the intellectual history. Indeed. Which is probably how this was written about, how mm-hmm. this was understood and talked about and studied. Right? And then the answer's taboo. I don't know if it was a taboo in Greek antiquity. Well, it was. <laughs> Have you seen Oedipus or read Oedipus? Yeah, that's true. There was a whole... I mean, that makes me feel like it wasn't really a taboo. They made a whole play about it. Well, yeah, but then he lost his eyes and his mum committed suicide. Yeah. So it was very much a curse uh, <laughs> kind of uh, thing going on there. And then, yeah, so Greek antiquity. Um, so, yeah, I think there's so many things about it that I think are really interesting. If Olive, you're listening, if you want to tell us a little bit more about what you do, we're very interested. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the other disciplines, uh, by contrast, are far more (laughs) normal. We have a history major. Yeah, and then English and French, integrated masters in uh, biology. I wonder what an integrated masters is. So what integrated masters is, I just looked this up, Mm. so um, I'm not such a big font of knowledge. It basically just means you are going straight from your undergrad or PhD thesis into a postdoc okay, or postgrad. That, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's just so that you know that you want to finish with a master's degree yeah. or with a postdoc if Go you're into doing higher education or academia. Yeah, it's just a way to make sure that you don't need to reapply. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there are quite a few universities that offer it these days in the UK. Yeah. I think I considered it, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Yeah. But you're right, that's funny. You imagine someone going, I'm doing a PhD in the intellectual history of the incest taboo in Greek activity. Hi, I'm doing maths. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah. right, I think we've talked enough about this. Uh, let's, um, do you want to move on to some favorite questions? Yes, that was enough incest for today. <laughs> let's now go on to some questions. Yeah, so I actually liked quite a number of the questions mm-hmm. yesterday. I thought they were actually really, um, really interesting, really thought provoking. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the one about buildings at risk. Yes, that was the first picture around. Yeah, and I I mean, it's great to know that there's a dedicated society for mm. this that identifies which buildings are at risk, but I really liked the way they make an argument or a case for preserving some of these buildings. So like calling the Derby um, an unrealized grand civic scheme, calling it, you know, calling a different one a monument to post-war modernism. I think it's really interesting to hear their insights on why these, what kind of non-functional purposes these buildings have. Indeed. I'm not a big fan of the architectural style of post-World War II Britain. Yeah. I find it to just be hideous Dyer, concrete. Yeah. Um Without the kind of use case of Soviet block apartments, mm-hmm. where, yeah, it's also big blocks of concrete, but they're designed to be able to just be plopped down in a matter of weeks to house hundreds of people. Yeah, okay. It seems to make sense. Whereas, as with a lot of U- uh, United Kingdom uh, grand projects, they go not fully fulfilled or, you know, 
don't quite reach the potential that they could have done because of a myriad of minor issues. Mm. A prior edition that's gone on until today. Yeah, well, uh, I will not uh, elaborate any further. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that that was really interesting. Um, I also liked the question on um, trouble causing bugs. I think this was the the other picture round. Yes. Um, again, it was another society mm-hmm. just specifically for trouble causing bugs. I think that's great when there's um, just specific societies and, and interest groups for people to get together and um, about, yeah, specific things. Yeah, although this one I'm far more sympathetic to because <laughs> uh, these kind of uh, pests can be ruinsome for mm. everything from trees, uh, which can damage orchards or Books, just in general. Libraries, Books. yeah, Oh yeah, silverfish especially are nasty. You really need to take care of a library mm. to make sure that, you know, you actually keep the books that you're preserving. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why all these special archives are in very specific uh, vaults with uh, very controlled uh, temperature controls. Mm-hmm, I think so. Any questions you liked? Um, I like the one about various Old Testament events. Mainly oh, yeah. because it was just fun <laughs> to see uh, Jesus College get all three of them correct. I know. What did I say about divine intervention? Yeah. Now, I understand that Jesus is New Testament and it was Old Testament questions. But come on. Shush. Enjoy the joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the music round was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> I've made my opinions clear about opera, mm-hmm. but I think that it was just fun to see how uh, Jesus approached answering the question. Mm-hmm. You know, they would really break it down. And I just, I enjoy any excuse to watch a team really kind of break down their reasons as to why they're going to answer something. Yeah, yeah, true. Which is why I think the bonus rounds are far more interesting than, mm-hmm. um, you know, the starter questions. Because mm-hmm. the starters are literally just a uh, matter of core listening skills and then reflex. Yeah. So... Yeah, no, that was uh, particularly fun. Mm-hmm, I agree. I, I just so. remember the one about uh, some Welsh history. Okay, yeah. Which I thought was very good because Wales tends to be overlooked a great deal yeah. in the United Kingdom, both mm-hmm. from overseas looking in and also within as well, because there's only about uh, between three and five million uh, Welsh people. Mm-hmm. So they can feel a little bit kind of pushed to the side. Yeah. So the fact that an English college knows so much about Welsh oh, history. Yeah, yeah, that's always nice. I think yeah. that's fantastic because it shows that there is a bit more kind of understanding that united means more than just you're stuck together on the same island. Did you learn a lot about Wales in school? I learned a little bit of Welsh stuff during one of my modules, uh, specifically with the Viking era because, so, you know. But this was in university. In and, university, and not yes. in kind of No, no, school. no. Um, the briefest mention was I found out how the Prince of Wales became a title. That's interesting in itself mm. that um, in England, in schools, in history, the rest of the United Kingdom is not part of your curriculum. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's bad enough. Uh, the fact that we don't talk about Ireland at all, even though mm. you know, the atrocities that were yeah. inflicted upon that poor nation. Well, then it starts to make sense. I think there's a lot of things about what England did that uh, you weren't taught. Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot of uh, the colonial past is definitely swept under the rug. It's, please don't look there. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 totally fine. No, don't worry why everyone speaks English overseas. <laughs> do, do, do. Uh, let us do, do, do on over to some stats. So um, we are getting our stats from mysterious alternative sources this week. Yes, because unfortunately, UC stats seems to... Um, the Tuesday schedule seems to not quite work See, for him. See, that's what we were talking about. Everything is thrown off kilter. Yes. We all just feel <laughs> weird and wild. Nothing matters anymore. Yeah. We're all going crazy. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> so with the final score of 225 to Jesus, and, well, Jesus Cambridge, not the actual <laughs> Jesus. Well, you know, there's always points for Jesus in our life. <laughs> and 105 to St. Catherine's. And so Jesus did... <laughs> 
Could I, could I just say Jesus or should I? Just keep Let's, saying Jesus. It's right. funnier. I'm going to try not to laugh. So Jesus um, had a really good starter <laughs> success rate, about 72% wow. of all starter questions correct. And like you say, everyone uh, buzzed in. Mm-hmm. Um K McGregor Agarwal four correct buzzers Tyndall one, uh, but all all in all that uh, gave them an impressive lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of bonus questions, Jesus actually managed a um, hundred points on their bonus questions. Wow! So twenty out of thirty seven uh, bonus questions correct. So just above fifty four. Uh, well, just above fifty percent, around fifty four. Not mm-hmm. the highest we've seen there. Their their starters were a lot higher. Yeah. But Although, I think if they just push a little bit more on the bonuses, they'd be unbeatable. I mean, it's not, you know, kind of dreadful mm. because, you know, when you have that many, a couple more bonuses going their way wouldn't have made a massive difference. Yeah, but yeah. They are closer than not to the kind of magic pole park that we tend to see for the teams that do really well going on. Yeah, definitely. And then on the St. Catherine side, um, 60% of their starters correct. Uh, we had Laskowski coming in the most with three out of three. Mm. And then in terms of bonuses, they got exactly 50%. So nine out of 18. So still, you know, just a hair away from Jesus. But just because Jesus had so many more starter questions that pushed them towards victory. But I think, you know, looking at St. Catherine's bonus success rate, it's still really, really good. Very yeah. solid. Yeah. That's what uh, I say. If they had a slightly kinder matchup, mm-hmm. I believe that St. Catherine's has a good shout at maybe winning mm-hmm. or at least having a better score to where they could be in by scoring losers. Yeah. I think it's just um, Jesus was ruthless with them. <laughs> Uh, a real break from, uh, you know, his usual um, he really, stance. Jesus really nailed them. Wow. Wow. Was that too much? <laughs> no, that was perfect. Great. Please never apologize for that. <laughs> All right. So. I think now it is time to uh, do away with this foolishness and talk about what everyone really wants to know about, which is who was our best dressed? Mm-hmm. No foolishness here. As we have been running the poll uh, for a while now. Uh, we had a, a standard set of four, and it looks like Tyndall is currently winning with a 50% share of the vote. Ah, incredible. So, uh, so there's now, still time for the poll, but by the time this episode comes out, it'll be done with. So. There'll be about four hours left. So yeah, um, I, I predict a Tyndall victory then. Yeah, it looks like unless there's a massive upset or a brigading by um, Olive Stans, I believe that um, <laughs> Tyndall has this one in the bag. All right, so in terms of our best dressed, on the count of three, one, one two, two, three, Tyndall. Okay, so I'll, I go for a Tyndall, mm-hmm. just because I love that pink and red tiger stripe uh, going on. I love that four-piece necklace. I actually really loved how she did her hair as well, the kind of long, wavy bob style. Um, so all in all, uh, I'm just really drawn to bright, pretty colors, okay? Yeah, sure. No, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know? um, I agree that she did look uh, pretty great. But I went with Olive purely because I loved his blazer. Yeah, he had a pretty nice blazer. The blazer was fantastic, coupled with, you know, a very nice uh, set of glasses mm-hmm. and, you know, the, that, the wavy hair. It's just brilliant. He just, mm-hmm. he looks like he belongs on a uh, PhD thesis uh, <laughs> yeah, track. Right? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Although I will give special mention also to Partis. I thought that she also looked yeah. uh, nice and understated. Very, yeah, elegant. Always, you know, just a black top um, yeah always does well and you know spacey was also really bringing some looks as well yeah spacey is so, actually second in the poll indeed mm-hmm. so i would say on the whole the st Catharines team were the more kind of dressed up mm-hmm. uh but you know unfortunately um jesus uh beat them out <laughs> with uh <laughs> with some sick looks 
Yes. Uh, so it looks like even Jesus beat them in the looks department. Mm. So um, like the moneylenders in the temple, um, Jesus beat out the competition with yeah. a with a rod, I think. <laughs> I feel like this is getting a little bit tortured. So we will spare any further Jesus puns and go straight into our socials. Yeah. So if you want to get his... <laughs> If you want to get in touch with us. If you want to get us, you can't find us. <laughs> Please don't get us. We're on Twitter <laughs> as I got that one. Or you can even drop us an email at igtopodcast at gmail.com. Indeed. Thank you so much for everyone who's got in touch. Everyone who's been enjoying our uh, live tweeting. Uh, that's always a great fun uh, to take part in. So thank you so much. Uh, as always, if you are taking part currently as one of the team members, we would love to hear from you, especially those of you who have these very interesting um, mm-hmm. degree programs. Yeah, We'd love to hear more about, about uh, what you guys do. Absolutely. But until then, and next week, it is goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Peace be with you. <laughs>